Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Self Made CEO Podcast. My name is Adrienne Finch, and I am your host. And I am so excited to be doing this episode, as I am with every episode. I don't think I'm ever not excited for an episode. I seriously want to be able to go to more than one episode a week because there is so much that I want to talk about. And I feel like you guys deserve some more episodes. So hopefully we can get that going soon. Not quite yet. I don't have the bandwidth to do that yet, but it'll be coming soon. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the five things we cannot change, the five things in life we absolutely have no control over and cannot change, and the happiness that we will find by embracing them and accepting them. So there is actually a book out there called Five Things We Cannot Change and the Happiness We Find by Embracing Them by David Rico or Rico Rico, David Rico. Okay, if I butchered that, that's embarrassing. But there's a book out there with this exact title and my mom has told me about this book for the longest time. She owns it and I just never got a chance to read it but I always loved what she would tell me about the book and so I finally finally got around to reading it and I think that what he talks about in this book is honestly life-changing and mindset changing. So if you guys want to learn about the five things in life we cannot change and how to embrace them and accept them then stay tuned. My name is Adrienne Finch and I believe wholeheartedly that anyone from any background can create the success and happiness that they want. With my proven productivity hacks, business tactics, and a little mindset coaching, this podcast will unlock your greatest potential and transform you into the CEO of your own life, business, happiness, and success. So what are you waiting for? This is the Self-Made CEO Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here today. Happy Wednesday. I hope that everyone's been doing very well. I can't believe that Thanksgiving is tomorrow. That is insane. I feel like the year has just flown by. I'm sure you guys do, do too. I feel like my voice is also always gone when I record, but hey, we're doing the best we can. I just want to say thank you guys really quick for all your amazing feedback on this podcast over on Instagram at the Selfmade CEO and also for all of your ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. I know I'm constantly asking you guys to leave some because it's so, so helpful, not only for me to get the feedback and actually, you know, craft the show around what you guys want, but also it really helps on iTunes to actually get my show you know, hurt by more people. And as you guys know, I want to impact as many people as possible. So thank you. Thank you so much for all the reviews, all the feedback, all the comments, all the repostings. It is so, so awesome. So I actually want you guys to know also that I read all of the reviews. I read all the comments, all the messages. And I actually got a review the other day from someone anonymous and it was very constructive criticism. It was like constructive feedback. It was not mean in any way. It was just some criticism, um, you know, some something that they wanted me to do a little bit better. And, you know, it's always funny reading comments like that because on the one hand, we as humans were wired to kind of cringe when we get a negative comment or, you know, when someone says they don't like what you're doing or they wish that you would change something. It's like, ooh, like I don't really want to hear it, but I also do want to hear it. I totally want to hear it because that's exactly what I need to make this show into the best possible show it can be. So I just thought, you know, it was important to kind of say that out loud to you guys that I do read all of the feedback and I'm actually so thrilled that someone left this comment. They basically said, you know, Adrian, the topics are so good and I'm learning so much and I love them, but you're kind of taking forever to actually explain what the thing is. And I realized I actually do that. So what I tend to do with my episodes is I kind of map out what we're going to be talking about in the episode and I kind of hype it up. Like I tell you how important it is. I tell you how, you know, good this episode is going to be for you and your growth and your mindset and all that. But then I kind of don't tell you what the thing is until a little bit later on. And I realized 
This is such a good point. It could be a lot more effective. My hype up could be a lot more effective if you actually knew what I was hyping up because then you would actually, you know, it would be more meaningful and you'd think, oh yeah, that is going to be important. Oh, I can't wait to hear versus me just saying, yeah, here are the five things, but I don't actually tell you the five things until, you know, halfway through. So I apologize. That is such a good point and I'm going to definitely work on that. Thank you again so much for that review. And here in this episode, I'm definitely going to, you know, actually try to listen to that. Um, so... I'm going to explain the five things before I actually get into all of them. I'm going to tell you right away, right now, and hopefully you have some more context. So one more quick announcement before we begin. I am going to be making and designing merch. I'm actually in the process right now. I decided, you know what? Screw it. Do I know everything about making merch? No. Have I ever done it before? No. But I really want to start repping some self-made CEO sweatpants, hoodies, and I bet you guys might want to as well. So I am going to be launching some merch. Please, please, please follow over on the Instagram so that you can stay tuned for when that merch goes live. Um, I really want to get it up before the holidays, maybe even before Black Friday if I'm ambitious, aka literally in the next couple days, but no promises there. But I did want to let you guys know that I will be launching some limited edition merch, my very first merch ever. So get it while you can. I'm so excited to be repping it. So Okay, literally without anything else to do, let's get straight on into the episode. So I'm basically going to go through what this book is telling you guys so that you can read it. You absolutely should. There are obviously far more details than this podcast episode will allow for me to say um, because just time constraints, obviously. But I'm going to outline what the five things are and I'm literally I'm about to outline them so you don't even have to wait. Um, And then I'm going to talk a little bit about each. So I just found this to be extremely profound. So the idea is this. There are five inescapable kind of givens of human experience. So not all of which are fun, but all of which we need to learn to accept. And should we choose to do this and accept them, we will unlock our greatest potential and live the happiest and most fulfilled lives that we can. And I truly, truly believe this. So here they are. You see what I'm doing here? I'm laying them out. (laughs) Then I'm going to get into more detail. Number one, everything changes and comes to an end. Number two, things do not always go according to plan. Number three, life is not always fair. Number four, pain is a part of life. And number five, people are not loving and loyal all the time. So I'm going to teach you what these five things are so that you can start thinking about them and so that you can also remind yourself of these things next time you find yourself experiencing one of them. So the book goes into a lot of detail, of course, explaining each of these five givens and kind of how to handle each. But the big idea is this, and I already kind of said this, if we can learn to accept these five things and embrace them, but most of all, just stop fighting and pushing against them, then we can stop struggling because struggling against these, these five things creates frustration and disappointment and sadness and just negativity. So the author of the book kind of teaches you to look at every one of these situations that appears negative and flip that mindset, pull the positive out of it because you guys know there always, always is one and you don't have to struggle. So doesn't that sound nice? I think it does. (laughs) So let's talk more about these. Back to number one, everything changes and comes to an end. So, okay, these are all pretty tough to swallow and I think it doesn't happen overnight. But the more that you can just really think about them, just begin the process of thinking about them, the more you'll be able to accept as time goes on. 
So everything changes and comes to an end. And, you know, something this was honestly something that I've never really been able to easily accept that what begins must end always. And I personally, I think, have I I struggle with change. I get sad when I even just move apartments. I get sad when relationships end, even when they have to, even like friendships when they drift apart. I get so nostalgic so easily, like thinking about certain chapters and phases of my life being over, even though it's natural. It's a natural part of life. Like, you know, you go to college and then you graduate and you live somewhere else and then you make new friends, you start a new job. Like every transition period, I have found that it's just kind of hard not hard for me like I'm sitting there super sad and struggling but just like I get so nostalgic about it that I I I like overthink it I get super meta I'm like oh my god weird this is over ah whereas I feel like some other people are just like okay so (laughs) so like do you ever have one friend that you hang out with all the time and then you just don't anymore and nothing even really went wrong you know life just happened and you kind of faded away or it was kind of a phase of like wow this person's my best friend for like five months And then, you know, you go back to your normal life. That has definitely happened to me. And it's not even that anything negative is happening or that you had a falling out. It's not even a bad thing. But I'm bad with like thinking about these times of change. It just makes me weirdly feel sad and nostalgic. Like, oh, remember that time that we were all super close? And (laughs) when you think about how true it is, though, that like every single thing changes and comes to an end, It's kind of crazy to think about. Everything does. Even life does. We all die at some point, right? And that sounds morbid, but I think accepting this and willingly embracing this with a yes, yes it does and that's okay, can kind of remind us of it and create a sense of calm versus a sense of negativity. So if you can just kind of remember like, you know, everything changes and comes to an end though. So I just need to embrace that. Everything's going to change. The way I feel right now today is not always going to be the way that I feel and that's just life. I think that kind of where this comes from, where this negativity sometimes comes from is that change often feels like a loss. When something changes, you know, the way that you had it before is no longer there, meaning you feel like you lost it or you feel like you've experienced a loss. And oftentimes, I mean, of course, experiencing a loss will result in sadness or anger or other negative emotions. It makes us want to kind of tighten our controls on life. It makes us want to be more in control and you know, we think we'll be able to stop or control the change when, as we're learning right now, we literally can't. So we think we can control it, but here's the kicker. We just can't stop things from changing or ending. We literally can't. So when we start to attempt to control this change, or we start to attempt to, you know, just not let things change or come to an end, and we we put up that resistance, we start fighting, it can lead to suffering because you'll find that it's not going to work. And then you're just miserable right? So I always call this, like, I call the things that we cannot change the controllable, or sorry, I call the things that we can change the controllables. So something I practice often is learning to control the controllables and leave the rest alone. I've actually been kind of saying this to myself since I was a little kid. It was one of my soccer teams. I think when I was, how old was I? I must have been like 12. It was my first premier soccer team. My coach used to tell us this all the time. Control the controllables. And I remember when I was younger, I was like, what does that mean? But it actually has left a profound lasting effect on me because it is so gosh dang true. You can only control what you can control and the rest you can't. So if you try to control the things that you can't control, you're just going to feel sad or angry or frustrated or negative so if we stop fighting that and we stop trying to control our life trying to control every little thing 
will be so much happier. You know, in soccer, it was like I couldn't control if the other team was going to play dirty or if they were going to, you know, be unfair. But I could adjust accordingly and make sure that I'm not and make sure that I'm not letting it get to me. Like I'm only in control of myself. So I think that, you know, controlling the controllables, this is all kind of the same thing. It's just saying if you can accept that everything changes and everything comes to an end at some point, then you'll just be a lot happier. And all, all we're trying to do here is just be happier people, right? And the I think the biggest aspect of life that I see this in is relationships. So both romantic and platonic and even like work relationships, friendships. Most of all, something that I've learned over my life is that you just cannot change someone or fix someone or even control someone at all at the end of the day. You literally cannot control what someone else does or how they feel, right? All you can control is you. That's all. Your actions, your words, how you decide to handle a situation, the meaning you're going to assign things that happen in your life. You can only control you. So why are we fighting and creating all this resistance and trying to control things that we can't control and just creating all of this negativity? If you just sit back and relax and realize that you cannot control everything and that it is okay, you will be a lot happier. So the opposite of trying to control this change is the act of yielding to it instead. And a good analogy that I actually found online when I was kind of researching these topics is that if you imagine that we're standing in a river, you're trying to cross a river, you're standing in it, and that river just happens to be life, okay? (laughs) So we often try to kind of dig our heels in and, and really stand there and just block the force of the river sweeping past you, which creates resistance. You know, the water will kind of push up against your legs and like go around it. So instead, why couldn't we just float to the top, just lay down in the water and float and just let the water carry us wherever we'll go, right? That sounds kind of cheesy and corny, but I like it. So, you know, stop creating this resistance and just if we can understand that everything at some point or another changes and comes to an end, we will be a lot happier. Number two. Things do not always go according to plan. (sighs) Now, you guys, you know this. Life doesn't follow our expectations. It just doesn't. When the unexpected happens, you usually, not you, we, people, typically get angry or discouraged. I mean, I know there have definitely been times when I miss my flight or my train or, you know, someone gets sick or I get sick and I can't go to something that I want to go to. That happens, right? Like life just happens sometimes and it's unexpected. You weren't planning for it and it makes us feel terrible, makes us feel angry, discouraged, sad, whatever it is. And I totally get this, right? Like, of course it does. If you're expecting to be able to do something and then you get sick and you can't, that sucks. I'm not going to ever try to say that that doesn't suck. But I think the important part is just that that's life. And, you know, I did an entire episode on this called Shit Just Happens And it's just about embracing that. Like sometimes life just gets in the way. So are you going to choose to sit around and be upset and mope when you can't control what just happened? Or are you going to kind of accept it and just say, well, you know what? Wasn't my time. I'll get it next time or whatever it is. So we get angry or discouraged when this happens. But instead, the healthiest response to this kind of chaos is humility. 
we really can't know everything there is to know about a situation, right? We don't know how our lives are going to pan out. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. Even when you walk into the grocery store to get your groceries, you don't know everything that's going to happen. You don't know that they're going to be out of your favorite graham crackers. You don't know that you're going to watch someone slip and fall in an aisle and you're going to go ask if they need help. Like you have no idea what's going to happen every time you do anything. So, and no one else does either. Like no one does. We're all in the same boat. No one knows what's going to happen. So it's kind of like accepting that, you know, we just can never know and that that's okay. will make you a lot happier. So I want to ask you this. When you look back at five years ago, do you think that version of yourself could have predicted everything about your life right now? Like if you could flash back and be like, hmm, let me see five years into the future. Is this where you would have been? I guarantee you the answer is probably nope because I know that is for me. I did not think I would be here doing this right now and it's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. But the point is that you just can't always map out your entire life. You can't map out your trip to the grocery store. You can't map out your life. It pertains to everything big and small. And I think the best, honestly, most magical part of life is that every single experience you have, every decision you make, every time you were rejected from a job or broken up with, in some way has led you to where you are right now. It really, really has every little thing. It's that crazy butterfly effect, right? And I want you to really soak this one in because it sounds like a lot of fluff. Like when everyone's just like, oh, every closed door leads to another open one. But honestly, it does. Like this really, truly could not be more true. I think about all the decisions I've made in my life or all the things that I've done or the jobs that I've hated. And I just think about the whole map of what's happened so far. And I realize how many of those things that were negative in the moment, like getting rejected from a job or, you know, losing someone, like seemed so terrible and so life crippling in the moment. And then I realize how many of those things have honestly led me to where I am now they have helped pave that path I've had so many jobs that I didn't like but it helped me understand what I do like and I gained a ton of experience I had terrible bosses and that's never fun right it's never fun to deal with a terrible boss but now that that's over and I'm not experiencing any it anymore I look back almost fondly because I'm like you know what I did that like I dealt with that and I was mature about it and I learned how to communicate with someone when it's difficult and I learned what I want to stand up for with myself and what I want to do what I don't want to do what my value is like every little thing that you go through turns you into the person you are now we're only like every single conscious decision thing we say do who we are is all shaped from past experiences and I don't know if everyone fully realizes that. We only have our past to go based off of, our past and our instincts, right? And I want to make it clear that you don't ever want to, you know, take, oh, I got rejected from a job, so now I'm never going to try to get a job again, because obviously that's not helpful either. But trying things that you don't think you're going to love or accepting something that you didn't want to accept is so crucial to your growth as a person and to you realizing what you do want and, and what you don't want and just identifying or developing your identity, So here's another analogy for you. I love these. (laughs) If you're driving down the highway to Disneyland and the exit's closed, you don't just turn around and go home, right? Or you don't just pull over and start whining. Well, maybe some people do. No, you find another way or you take the next exit. You take another exit, not necessarily knowing where it's going to take you, but knowing that you'll end up where you need to be one way or another, right? You're not going to exit and be like, oh my God, I'm never going to get there. It's like, yeah, you will. You'll figure it out. There's probably going to be a giant sign. (laughs) And even if there's not, you can pull out your map. You know, so why do we have that type of faith? Like, oh, well, I'll just take the next exit. I'm sure I'll find it. But we don't have that 
same faith about our life. Like, oh, this didn't go according to plan. I'm screwed. No, you're not. You'll still get there one way or another. Or the beauty of it is that the place that you want to go, sometimes you'll realize that wasn't actually where you wanted to go. You thought you wanted to go there, but you actually didn't. And it takes life not going according to plan to realize that. So if we can just accept life just doesn't always go according to plan. Shit happens. Life happens. And by accepting and embracing that, you'll just feel a lot happier. Number three, life is not always fair. This is one that I feel like parents would just say to their children, like, you know what, honey? Life's not fair. When your kid's like, but mom, it's not fair. I know I did that as a kid. Well, life's not fair. How many times did they tell you that bag, right? So this actually goes back to my very first episode on this podcast called Start Thinking Like a CEO. And one of the first things that I say is that we've got to stop blaming external factors for everything. We love to blame, 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 blame. Well, it's the weather. It was the traffic. No, I got sick, so I couldn't finish this. No, 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 no. And I do this too. I'm trying not to. I've gotten so much better at not doing this, but we all do it. Like, oh, you didn't get the job. Oh, well, I didn't have a good enough resume because no one would help me on it. Nah, I'm a victim, right? It's like, well, okay, you could have done more. Or I'm not rich or successful because life keeps shitting on me and I didn't grow up with money, so money will never come to me. It's like, that's just not right. It's just not accurate. You know, that other person already has a successful business doing the same thing and they're taking all the opportunity from me. These are all like fixed mindsets that we have sometimes where we just think, it's not fair. I deserve this. I'm entitled. It's everyone else's fault. I'm a victim, right? And it's kind of our human nature. It's our survival instinct. Like we want to protect ourselves. And so we're just fighting, fighting, resisting and blaming other things, blaming external factors. But guess what, you guys? Life isn't always fair and it's just the truth. It just isn't always fair. You may have worked the hardest for that job and lost to someone who didn't work that hard. And that's life. Sometimes it's just not fair. You'll find yourself to be much, much happier if you begin accepting that instead of blaming everything on other people and things. Just accept that you are responsible for everything that happens in your own life. No one else. No one else. Just you. And that sometimes you won't get what you want. And that's literally life. Sometimes things will happen that seem unfair. A really good-hearted person could battle cancer, whereas a terrible person is perfectly healthy. And that is just life. It's just not fair sometimes. Does that make sense? But regardless, the important part is it's all going to be okay. It is all going to be okay, even when life isn't fair. It's all going to be okay. I personally, you know, whatever you guys believe, I personally believe that everything happens for a reason. Even if that reason is not known or that, again, you know, we don't have this life plan all mapped out like, oh, yep, this is the reason. But I believe that everything leads to the next thing. So if I don't get a job, I was not meant to have that job and that's okay, right? If something bad happens to me and it feels really unfair, okay, that's life. Move on and do the next thing. And I understand this isn't, you know, an overnight, aha, okay, yeah, let me just not care. Of course, it, it, it takes time. You got you to gotta train yourselves to start thinking like this and start embracing and accepting these five things. And that's okay. It'll take time. But that's what this whole show is about is slowly one day at a time with consistently consistency, improving our mindset and improving our thought process. You know, remember, as I talked about before in a previous episode, all that matters is you show up, even the littlest amount, every single day consistently show up versus, you know, showing up your absolute best for hours, like one day in a month. No. So this is all just consistency. The more we think about this, the more that we can actually profoundly impact our own happiness, our own lives. Number four. 
So the fact of the matter with this one, number three, is this. You win some, you lose some, period, right? Sometimes we get hurt even when we're careful. That's true. Sometimes we do everything we can, but it just isn't enough. That's also true. And it's not your fault. It's not anyone else's fault. It just is life. So to focus emotionally on the unfairness of life will cause us to become bitter or self-pitying. So that's where that victim mentality comes in. Like, it's unfair, it's unfair. I deserve more, right? But we don't want to pity ourselves. We don't want to become all angry and bitter. So in contrast, if we start saying yes to life's unfairness, like, yep, well, that was unfair, but hey, that's life, then we'll be able to use difficult circumstances as this opportunity to grow. Because we're having limitations, right? And if we can take the opportunity to grow, we'll grow beyond those limitations that we're putting on ourselves. So if a person has directly caused us pain, let's say someone directly hurts you, we can choose to let go of what has happened and move forward. It might take some time, but we can choose. We can choose. It doesn't matter what they think or do. You can choose to let go of it and move forward. That is a choice, right? Sometimes moving on and accepting takes time, but you can choose to do so rather than walking through life as a victim and feeling sorry for yourself and dwelling because that's not even fun. <laughs> it's really not fun, honestly. Like I swear one day I woke up and I was just like, I don't want to be unhappy. That's not fun. And I just chose to start letting things go. Now, that doesn't mean I don't have a backbone and I never stand up for myself. I will obviously stand up for myself. I'll stand up for what I deserve and I'll deserve. I'll stand up for what I think is right. But I will also not let little things bring me down. I will just let go and move on because life is so much better that way. This is one that I think that I have mastered, honestly. And I just... I just live such a happier lifestyle. I have friends kind of asking me like, how do you just, how do you not let the little things get to you? And I'm like, I literally just choose not to because it's not worth it. It's not fun feeling upset when sometimes it's just life. Like it is just life, you know? I missed a flight last week and it's the first time I've ever missed a flight. And I was sitting there and I was like, Adrian, wow, I'm really upset about this. This is, this could cause a lot of trouble, a lot of money being spent. This could ruin the entire weekend. And then I just had to take a breath and remind myself, literally shit happens and you messed up. It's my fault. You know, if I had gone to the TSA agent or the the person at the ticketing window at the airport and I had said like, get me on the next flight and they didn't. And I was like, it's so unfair. Like, like, how could you do that? And I start yelling at them. It's like, well, actually, dude, it was your fault for missing the flight. Mine. <laughs> it was my fault for missing the flight. So who am I to be entitled to force them to let me on the next plane? And guess what? I calmed myself down. I just got in the car and I said, Adrian, it'll work out. It'll just work out. This shit happens. This is the first time you've ever missed a flight. And I got there and it was the easiest thing. They just put me on the next flight and I was out. Problem solved. Everything done. And I just realized like in that moment, it just takes so much more energy to be freaking out and upset and stressed. And I get it. Sometimes we just are, right? But the more that you can try to just let go and just be like, you know what? It'll be fine. And if they hadn't let me on the next flight, I still would have had to just let go and be like, well, it's okay. I'll get there one way or another. It's okay. Like it just, you know, and that isn't even an example of life isn't fair because I completely was the one who missed my flight. That was my fault. That was pretty fair that, uh, you know, if they hadn't have let me on, it's like, well, I did miss it. <laughs> but anyway, when you do choose to let go and move on and when you actually are able to, you'll find that the adversity you faced helped you to grow. And progress also in ways that you didn't even know you needed to. So all of these things, you guys, kind of go hand in hand, right? They're all related. You know, it's all about just embracing and accepting so we can be happier. And I feel like everything in life kind of 
funnels and trickles down into these five things. So number four is that pain is a part of life. But before we get into number four, we are going to take a quick break. We will be right back. we're back you guys thank you so much for being here so number four is that pain is a part of life this one's tough this one's very tough but the sad truth of the matter is that suffering is inevitable it just is but as we mentioned before pain isn't punishment you know it's growth it's learning we experience pain and we get through it we get through it If everything was perfect and happy all the time, literally, how would we grow? Like, what would we learn from? How would we grow? How would we learn what we do and don't like, what we do and don't deserve? I always use this as an example. One of my first boyfriends, when I was younger, he cheated on me. It was a whole situation. It was like an ongoing thing for months and months and months with his ex-girlfriend, and she didn't know either, and we planned this whole stakeout to, like, confront him. It was this whole dramatic thing. Honestly, it was an incredible story. (laughs) I'm actually like so happy it happened, but that's another, that's another point. But at the time, oh my God, I remember feeling the most awful pain that I thought anyone could ever experience. It was physical pain. It was mental pain. It just felt like it was rainy and cloud and gloomy, rainy and cloudy, rainy and cloudy and gloomy outside slash over my head. What's that cartoon character, I swear? Oh, Eeyore? Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh? I don't know. There's a person that just has like a cloud, a rain cloud just over his head the entire time. Everywhere he walks, it might be Eeyore. Okay, that's a side note. But I just remember feeling the most awful pain I thought I could ever experience during this, right? But now I look back at that, and this was probably 10 years ago. Quite literally, it was 10 years ago. And I can legitimately say that I am so glad that happened to me because I went through that. And as a result, I learned that I'm stronger than I thought. I learned that no matter how low I could feel, it does get better and I can get through anything. And like if this hadn't have happened, I wouldn't have learned that about myself. I'm sure I would eventually, but no one asks for that pain. No no one wants that pain. No one enjoys that pain. You know, I wouldn't do it all over again if I could. I would not. (laughs) But I can look back and I'm like, you know what? That taught me so much. It taught me that even in your lowest of lows, it gets better and you get over it eventually. It just takes time. And I learned that. And so if you just accept that pain is a part of life and it'll happen sometimes and then it'll you won't feel it anymore. You will not feel pain forever. It is just temporary. It's temporary. All it takes is something like, in my case, one breakup to show you that when it happens again, you can remind yourself that you will get over it one day. You did it before and you will love again because you did before and everything is going to be okay even if right now it seems to not be and I think that that is such a good kind of um, analogy that pertains to all of life it's kind of like you know when you have that first breakup you genuinely believe you're like oh my god I cannot possibly picture having the same feelings for somebody else some stranger that I had for this person or you also think, I can't possibly imagine a day in which I don't feel this way about this person. I can't possibly picture looking at this person in the face and feeling nothing. I remember so vividly my first relationship ever, like thinking those things. I was like, what? No, there's no way. Like, I literally can't picture it. And then, of course, you know, everything changes. We eventually broke up. 
And years later, or whenever I started dating someone new and started, you know, fell in love with someone new, I remember thinking back to my previous boyfriend and thinking, whoa, I feel nothing. And that is so weird. And I even remember being like, looking at him and just thinking, I can't even remember what it was like to be in love with him. It was just such this, this weird phenomenon that you don't understand until you experience it until you experience it and that can be the same with other things in life and I just think it's so awesome and unique to experience a situation or a feeling like that and to then realize oh okay no I will totally be okay I even actually went through kind of a little breakup type situation recently that's the tea and you know it sucks like it just feels awful and here I am with all my mindset positivity and all this stuff but I was still really freaking sad, right? It's like it doesn't matter how good of a mindset you have. It doesn't matter how positive and how cheery and how well you know all these things that I talk about on my podcast. It doesn't matter who you are, how much money you have, how famous you are, whatever it is. You can still feel such extreme sadness where it just feels like everything in the world sucks. And that's what I felt. And you know what? I just sat there and I was like, that's breakup. That's a breakup for you. That's life. This is going to suck. It's going to be really, really crappy for a little bit. I'm going to feel sad and nothing will stop that. I will feel sad and I'll feel sad for a while. But then the bright side was that I had completely accepted that, Adrian, you're going to be sad for a while. It's going to suck. Just bear through it because you're going to get over it. It may feel like you never will, but you will. You've done it many times now before. You've gone through breakups and you've gotten over them. So you just have to kind of chug along, just keep on trucking through and just know that there is another side. Like there is the other side. You will get over it. You won't feel that sadness anymore. And even for me, like someone who feels so in tune with my happiness, my, you know, positive thinking and mindset, I was just like, okay, bring on the sadness, bring on the suckiness because I just want to get over it quicker. I just want it to be done with. So let me be sad for a couple months. Let me just throw a little pity party for myself because I know that I will get over it with time so I just kind of like that and another thing to accept with this one is that as individuals we all experience varying types of pain varying degrees of pain but we all suffer in some way or another and it's important I think to remember this especially when it comes to other people as well we all suffer and your pain isn't worse or better than someone else's it's just different you know so someone else may be feeling pain or going through something and you can't possibly understand what they're feeling and what they're feeling is never you know not validated because of something you're feeling or vice versa so one common response to pain I feel like is creating like a mental block or a wall against the possibility of future pain so if we suffer heartbreak from a failed romance or someone cheats on you and you know you're heartbroken you're sad some people sit there and they decide well you know what I'm just going to never take that risk again. I'm just not going to love again. I don't want to date because I don't want to risk being heartbroken again, right? Or if we invest money in something and then we lose it, we lose the money, we will start to obsess over every penny and like refuse to take financial risks. We'll become very risk averse because we don't want that to happen again because we've now experienced the worst of the worst. We've experienced the worst consequence and we want to do everything in our power to not let that happen again. And I understand where this is coming from. 
But that's just not a healthy mentality. Can you imagine if you never dated anyone again because you just didn't want to experience heartbreak ever again? Like you were just afraid of experiencing it. And don't get me wrong. Every time I get into a relationship or, you know, something where I'm emotionally very happy, very invested, I always kind of think about that in the back of my head. Like, man, it sucks that now this could hurt me. Like now that I love this person, I could be heartbroken at some point or another. But that's also just life. I would so much rather feel the feelings, feel the emotions, have that amazing positive side of the relationship and risk that one day there could be the negative side because that's literally just life and pain as a part of life and it comes sometimes. But is it worth never being happy because you're just afraid of feeling pain? No, I don't think so and I hope you don't either. So when we choose to let go of pain and move forward, our hearts will remain open to anything that might come our way in the future. So it'll remain open to love or relationships. It'll remain open to investing money or anything like that. And with our hearts open and, and you know, basically taking on anything that may come in the future and just being ready for it and ready to embrace and accept whatever life is going to throw at you, we can better serve the world and serve ourselves. And, you know, we're going to be in touch with our human vulnerability and that's okay. That's okay. It's okay to experience pain. It's temporary and it's just a part of life. And last but not least, number five, I think this might be my personal favorite because it's the one that you really just have to let the most go of. And that is that people are not loving and loyal all the time. Wow. It's, this is like a heavy one, but I think this is the most powerful when you accept it. People just suck sometimes, period, okay? I like to believe that inherently everyone wants to be good and has good intentions, but guess what? That's just not actually true. Some people just don't have good intentions and they're okay with it. And guess what? That is just how life works. We cannot change that. People are not loving all the time. People are not loyal all the time. And that's what they're choosing to do, but you cannot control that. People lie, people betray others or hurt others, even those that they love and trust, right? People cheat, people lie, and there's nothing we can do to control that. And at times, we're the ones who lie and betray or hurt others. Now, that we can obviously control. But this is a tough one because, and I seem to lead a lot of these back to love and romance, but again, I feel like the circumstances are applicable in every aspect of life. So even though I'm talking about love and relationship, I think it's just kind of like, you know, a metaphor or an analogy for anything else in life that could happen. So back to that guy who cheated on me. I remember when that happened, he cheated on me. And he when he left me, I was literally left with no explanation. I was just ghosted. I was left wondering, wait, what the heck happened? Like I went from just talking to him normally to like he realized that I had found out and that he or that myself and his ex had like teamed up and he literally just ghosted us both. I never, and month, I mean, weeks went by, months went by. I never got an apology. I never got an explanation. And I was young, so I was like blowing up his phone. I was like, how could you do this to me? Like, I can't believe you won't even apologize. You won't even talk to me. Like, that is so unfair, blah, blah, blah. I just got completely ghosted. Oh my God, you guys, I never wish this upon anyone. Like, do you know how hard it is to process something when, first of all, it's already something you don't want? Like, the breakup already sucked. And it was a betrayal. So it was something I didn't expect. So it was out of nowhere. Everything's fine one second. And the next second I realized not only was he cheating on me, the relationship was over, but I was never, ever going to get an explanation or an apology. 
I was never going to. Do you know how satisfying it would have felt to just get an I'm sorry? That's all I wanted. I remember for months and months just wanting him to just say I'm sorry. That's it. And I felt like I would have felt so much better if he just said I'm sorry. Oh my God. You know how hard it is to process when the person won't give you anything. And I just remember thinking like, why can't he just do that? Why can't he just own up to it and say sorry? Like, why does he just not care? And it's so crazy that he never did that. But I also learned something so profound because of this. I just learned that sometimes people just won't give you what you want. They won't give you an answer. They won't give you an apology. You would have to think like, but, but you know, if they're even remotely a good person, like they're going to apologize. No, not true. People sometimes just aren't that great. <laughs> people just aren't loving or just aren't loyal or they just don't care or they do care, but they're scared. But whatever it is, you cannot make someone give you that apology or explain the thing to you, right? And you just have to be okay with that. And oh, it sucks, right? I'm not saying this doesn't suck. This sucks. But every breakup since then, I've had to remind myself that I'm just happy that they're actually willing to talk it out with me. Like most of the people I've been with now have been willing to talk it out. It's been a very mutual communicative breakup, which is good. But I always have to remind myself that like sometimes I just won't get that. Like sometimes someone will just ghost and I need to be okay and able to process on my own and able to accept that I just might never get the answer that I'm looking for. I just might never get the apology or the explanation. Like sometimes you have to go your whole life and never get that. And you know what? You just have to be okay with that. And that's a tough pill to swallow. I feel like, you know, you feel so low. You're like, how could this person who I love the most do this to me? And then how could they on top of that not even have the respect to explain or apologize or whatever it is? That's a tough pill to swallow. So, you know, that whole situation, though, that was really long ago. It really showed me that people are actually capable of that. They're capable of doing terrible, terrible things. And that's just life again like it's not your fault if someone screws you over it you cannot have done anything else to make them a better person or you know to make them loving or to make them loyal all you can do is control yourself and try your absolute hardest to accept and move on on your own and part of that acceptance is just accepting that you know this person was just shitty and I'm really really glad I dodged a bullet So I can't control what anyone else does or doesn't decide to give me, to help me process. All I can do is is try to process. And I think that sometimes our reaction to this type of unexpected behavior, and this is kind of the same with like, you know, life doesn't always go according to plan. Sometimes our reaction is to blame. You know, of course it's to blame or to ask why, which is definitely what I did during this breakup. I blamed him for everything. I even blamed myself actually for being super naive And I just asked, why, 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 why? But instead of all of that, and sometimes you feel like you need it to process, you need that closure, but sometimes you won't get it. So instead, what if we could, you know, kind of say to ourselves like, okay, this is the case. How shall I proceed now? Where should I go now? What do I do next? You know, what's, what's the next step? How do I move forward? And by asking ourselves that and not dwelling on the blame or dwelling on the why, why, why did this happen? How did this happen? We'll let the emotions of that moment pass through us and then move on. We will just move on. So those are the five things that we cannot change and kind of how to embrace and accept them in order to achieve a greater happiness. 
So in the book, he has this section kind of afterwards, and it's called Take Action Humanoid. And I love that. It's so funny. But he kind of has this little um, section of, oh my gosh, what are, I'm completely spacing on the name. When you're gracious, of like when you're expressing gratitude, you have the like sentences, affirmations. Oh my gosh, I don't know. Wow, I just blanked out. Okay. He has this list of affirmations um, that he wants you to read it loud out loud at least once every day so he says take action humanoid choose one or more of the following statements to put in a prominent place in your home and read it aloud at least once every day and I love these so I'm going to read them to you and I hope that in thinking about all these five things you can kind of you know think this out loud to yourself as well the first one I accept that everything will change and end I rejoice in witnessing the transformation that happens in each moment Number two, the people I love are companions on this journey. We will help each other along the path, but we are not responsible for meeting each other's needs. And number three, whenever I can, I show kindness and respect to all beings, not because I expect a reward, but because I acknowledge the vulnerability of each person, including myself. So what I love about all three of these is it's really putting the focus on you. And not on other people, not on other circumstances, not on the path that you think life already has mapped out in front of you, not on the plan, not on the pain and how much suffering you are, you know, experiencing and feeling, but on yourself and what you can do to accept these things, to have a more positive, brighter outlook on these things, and to just overall live a happier life. So there you have it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will leave a link to this book down in the show notes. I'll also leave a link to my Instagram account that I hope you guys will go follow. And, you know, let's chat. Let's chat in the comments on my Instagram. Let's chat in the DMs. Let's post each other's stories, hype each other up. You can also join the closed private Facebook group. Um, I really want to start getting some conversations going. I want you guys to be able to talk to each other and I want to be able to chime in and we can talk about anything from productivity to our struggles to how to work together or start a business, anything you guys want. So I'll leave the link to that down below as well. And without anything else to say, I hope that you guys have an incredible Thanksgiving if you do celebrate and everyone else, I just hope you have an awesome, awesome week. I can't believe it's almost December. It's almost 2020. But we have some awesome stuff coming up on the pod. So thank you so much for all your support. Thank you for listening. And I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.